When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is Tom and Bach, coming at you live from Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America, on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Tom Stevens. I, I always tell people, I just hope they see a guy that loves what he does. Jake Bakoven. I didn't get any stupider, I know that. Uh, I had never been very smart. Tom and Bach starts now. Sailing through a Monday. It's Tom and Bach. Tom Stevens here. Jake Bachoven there. Feels like it's already going fast, Bach. That's Although right. It's lunchtime and we're not eating. I, I got to focus on something else. Try to get through the lunch hour. You didn't bring any, uh, any, any. We usually have some nuts to eat or something. Yeah, I always have almonds. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it's just not very satisfying. <laughs> I brought, uh, for the pregame show, I brought chicken yesterday. That's right. That was delicious. It was delicious. I made it myself. I, I'm glad you enjoyed you it. You did not make it. I yourself. did not make that myself. Uh, LeBron James might have been the biggest story yesterday, even bigger than the NFL. Uh, ejected from yesterday's game with Detroit. Uh, they He was on the free throw line. He wasn't shooting, uh, but he was standing on the side of there, you know, yeah. getting ready to rebound a potential miss. And uh, he goes up for the rebound, and he and Isaiah Stewart get in a kind of a, a handsy thing. Like, I think Isaiah Stewart was holding – LeBron's hand and LeBron got a little frustrated and elbowed Stewart pretty hard to the yeah. to the eye from the to shake eye him off. Um and, and man, he hammered him good because there was blood just flowing down the face of Isaiah Stewart. And uh they LeBron actually was kicked out for a flagrant two. Um ejected for just the second time in his career. And Stewart was kicked out as well because he just went nuts. He wanted to fight everyone. Like they had him, they had him calm down. I think a couple of different times, and then he was like, "I'm fine, I'm fine, man." I mean, have you ever done that with a fight with your friends? Like you're trying to calm him down. <laughs> I'm fine, man. And as soon as you let him go, he's like running back to that <laughs> that crowd to try to start a fight. Uh, Westbrook got a technical in that as well. They said he instigated. I didn't see anything that Russell did uh, in that particular thing. But what was your thought after watching that fight? Well, it's I'm not sure exactly because Isaiah Stewart was right up. It, it's hard to call the fight. Isaiah Stewart was right up against LeBron, like right afterwards. LeBron immediately felt bad, was making sure that Isaiah Stewart was okay, and then he started pushing him. And then as soon as they separated, him, then Isaiah Stewart wanted blood, and maybe it's because he tasted blood, like you had mentioned. Yeah, it was rolling down his face. I mean, it was yeah. coming down hard. He needed five stitches, so it was a pretty serious injury. But he just had the chance to do whatever he wanted to LeBron at at, at first, and all he was doing is pushing him. And then as soon as they separated. 
overrated. I don't know if he was just like, wait a minute, this is LeBron. I can get uh, clout by starting to fight right. with LeBron um, or whatever. But he's, then he uh, went crazy. It was like a madman. Yeah, he was he was absolutely nuts. And he did it like he running back to the crowd to try to get to LeBron three different times. And then his teammates finally corral him. They get him to the tunnel towards the locker room. And then Stewart runs as fast as he <laughs> <Yeah>. can <laughs> through the tunnel like I'm wondering, is he trying to get to the la- to the Laker locker room? Yeah, or he knows a quick way to get back on the court. That would have been great if he just <laughs> ran in like a circle real quick and went right back right. in the other entrance. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> like you would have had 15 security guys chasing him around and yeah. dodging him. That would have been funny. But it was it was very weird. Um, anyway, that was uh, the big thing. NBA fights are always awesome. I know they don't usually have. Uh, bald fists and punches anymore but oh. they're still I, I i still you can get in a, a rabbit hole for me on youtube always watching nba fights uh are they better than hockey fights because hockey fights are actually hockey fights they allow, are really nice, they yeah. allow fighting i mean they, yeah they participate in the fighting they look like okay <laughs> you guys wanted this here we go uh, although they've tried to clean it up from the game and i think some will argue in hockey it's become worse because they don't allow as much fighting uh baseball fights are probably the best still Bench-clearing brawls. Bench-clearing ball. Just seeing guys come out of the dugout, and you're going, who's that coming out of the dugout? Oh, yeah. And then they all come flying out. And, they don't, and there's always one guy that doesn't really want to come out, but he knows he has to come out yeah. because it's an unwritten rule. But now most of the bench-clearing brawls, much like the NBA fights have died down, are kind of like bench-clearing arguments. They like all get out uh, there, and they start right. you know, pushing. It's always right. pushing. That's right. Stewart, though, was having none of that. He really wanted to fight. I mean, he was in for I just a fight. don't know if I buy it, though, because he had a chance to fight, and he was just pushing. And well, then, he, co- he couldn't get to LeBron. It was a, he it was, was right up with LeBron a, right away. It was a phalanx of people in front of uh, him and LeBron. And he had to think about it for a while. And as you mentioned, he got elbowed. Then it took a while for his eye to bleed. And then once he tasted his own blood, I think that's when he went absolutely like he like this is real for him is yeah like, this is really bad and i'm mad like, he really got me yeah he really got me for what it's worth uh stewart's six nine two fifty. so he uh, you know usually you think well i wouldn't fight lebron well, he could he could fight LeBron. he could fight lebron he wouldn't win he might lebron six eight two seven two sixty or is he or i don't is, know what lebron is LeBron, exactly but, i bet they're that that would be a I bet very, they're about they're even. About, lebron's much more muscular uh than stewart although stewart's a big dude as well that doesn't mean you would win the fight, though. No, that doesn't mean uh, you got to be crafty, uh, yeah. which LeBron would be. The more experienced fighter would be, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know their fight history. I you know, really don't. And this is kind of outside of it, but I've noticed that LeBron's uh, Hollywood deals are doing pretty well. He He's uh, is Braun Entertainment or whatever. It, right. it helped make Ghostbusters. I went and watched Ghostbusters this week. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was surprised. I was like, "Wow, that's a that's quite an achievement." For he him. is an entrepreneur, uh, no doubt about it. The guy knows how to make money, and it's not just with his ability to play basketball. He's an entrepreneur. He's he's an investor. He, in fact, he's I know had a lot of one on one sessions with Warren Buffett. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. So he's he's uh, he's gonna kind of similar to a Magic Johnson. I don't know who other NBA players are that would Michael Jordan have done well outside the arena of just sports. Uh, LeBron will do, like Kobe, uh, a lot of stuff outside of sports, I think. I guess I just figured Braun Studios had something to do with LeBron. I'm not sure if it does. It no, doesn't? I'm looking it up. <laughs> yeah, I would think so. But I, 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 would, I would assume. <laughs> or I maybe would assume. not. Or maybe not. Uh, let's get to box tops. Uh, Category today, box. 
Uh, the best performances from the weekend in college football, and it was a fun weekend in college football with uh, plenty of good performances, so we'll run, run through them. Uh, number 10, I'd like to give the update on some former Huskers. Uh, Wandale Robinson once again earned his spot. He earns his spot into these top 10s. Uh, eight receptions for 181 yards in a 56-16 win over New Mexico State. Wandale now has 1,067 yards and seven touchdowns this season. Of course, that would be a Nebraska record. Uh, his 1,067 yards are also second in the SEC, good for 15th nationally. Yeah, and they're going to a bowl game. Uh, oh, yeah. When they took over that team, when Bob St- or Mark Stoops took over that team, they were really bad. And they had three, I think, straight losing seasons. I mean, that might be the model of how to build build a team, Kentucky. I've uh, been kind of surprised that he does, he never gets his name in there. I mean, he seems to – he gets – he gets uh, Mark Stoops does. He gets the, yeah. the Kentucky kind of – it seems to kind of like peak what Kentucky can do, especially yeah. in the SEC. It's difficult. Um, you know, he's only 54 years old. I would I, I think he should get more love for getting a bigger job. I think he will this year. Because um, I'm wondering if James Franklin would probably stay at Penn State. Matt Campbell is the guy that you always hear at Iowa State that will move on. Billy Napier is a big name. Matt Rule at Carolina. A lot of those guys aren't moving. Like, is Mario Cristobal going from Oregon to another school? I mean, does he really need to? He's got everything he needs at Oregon. Yeah. That's why I think that you might get down to candidates like Mark Stoops. I mean, it may not be the Dave Arandas that you want. Yeah. They might decide... that's too much of a headache. Well, and that is the problem. I mean, when you have all these big time jobs now, now Florida open, LSU open. Yeah. You know, there's there's just not that big of a pool of candidates, right. and a lot of these teams like Mel Tucker uh, or you know maybe a Kentucky or yeah. you know they 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 just will they'll fork yeah. out the money to keep yeah. their guy, uh, and it'll be difficult to find yeah. the next up and comer. That's why I think Texas landed Steve Sarkeesian because of a lack of a right. whole lot of other options. Uh, best if you were to rank the gigs open, uh, obviously Florida, USC. Uh, are really good LSU, jobs. LSU. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, LSU. Uh, those are the three. If you, LSU's one, right? Boy, it's tough because you're pick. I mean, that that's about as good as they get as far as job openings. You know, people m- might argue yeah. Texas or Alabama, but other than that, I mean, those those got to be two of the top no. six, seven positions in the nation. Yeah. Uh, I always yeah, I always think LSU's right up there. It's just kind of got yeah. everything. You know, the fanfare, yeah. the importance, the, the, the recruiting. Um, you know, it just it, it's a football crazed place. Yeah. It just seems to have uh, you know everything wrapped into one. But Florida's always one of the better jobs when it's open. Uh, maybe we should save that uh, for a segment a little bit later on today. Uh, top three openings in college football have to be LSU, Florida, and USC. Um, and how would you rank those? So yeah. we'll talk about it a little bit later on. Uh, also, just to update some other former Husker. Uh, former Huskers and their performances this weekend. Avery Roberts had four tackles and a sack in Oregon State's win over Arizona State. Robert leads the Pac-12 with 110 tackles. Uh, Greg Bell had 58 yards rushing in the win over UNLV for San Diego State. They're now 10-1. He has 907 yards and seven touchdowns. All they had to do is wait for all these injuries and transfers to happen. He would have been starting on Saturday. (laughs) That's right. Might have gotten the game ball and a big victory. But yeah, you wonder, I mean, what kind of sustainability Nebraska would have with him. Yeah. Uh, of course, he left right after Zigbo took yeah, the starting job. He sure did. I mean, he didn't wait one game. Yeah. As soon as he yeah. was benched, he was out of there. Yeah. Uh, number nine on my list, Jordan Addison, the Pittsburgh wide receiver, had 14 receptions for 202 yards and four touchdowns in Pitt's 48-38 win over Virginia. 
Kenny Pickett gets all the credit down there, but uh, the sophomore wide receiver now is a power five leading 1,272 yards receiving and a nation leading 15 receiving touchdowns. So Uh, Jordan Addison might be more the reason that Pitt's offense is getting going than Pickett. I I think they're both pretty good. Uh, Kenny Pickett won't win the Heisman, but I wonder if he'll get an invite to New York. It's interesting. The Heisman, we'll get get Uh, down to uh, that later, but the big moves made in the Heisman race starting to separate so you uh, wonder it seems uh, to be a two-man race at least as of now it does you know so who those third and fourth yeah. guys that go to, to new york are just going to be there to clap yeah. along i yep. guess yeah. They'll be <laughs> but that, that can change that and, can and change. the buffet is really good so uh, yeah. you're gonna go to new york it's a free trip and you get a clap for the other guys yeah you definitely get you get your chance uh number eight say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Milton Wright, the Purdue wide receiver, had eight receptions for a nation leading 213 yards and three touchdowns this week as Purdue buried Northwestern 32-14 to at Wrigley Field. Uh, of course, Milton Wright, the teammate of David Bell, who's one of the nation's best receivers, uh, Milton Wright kind of just outshined Bell this week. Uh, maybe they should play at Wrigley more often for Milton Wright. Right, and go the same way all the time. Yeah. Okay, he had all of his touchdowns in the same end zone. Uh, maybe that was the key. Maybe he had been looking at the whole field, the football field, in the wrong vision. Yeah. Yeah, he just needs to play at a baseball field. That, that's right. Uh, number seven on my list, Louisiana Raging Cajun linebacker Chancey Manick, who sacked Liberty's Malik Willis four times as Louisiana won 42-14 to 14 as part of their seven total sacks on the day for that defense. The Raging Cajun, by the way, are now 10-1 and one, with their sole loss being to Texas to open the season. So, I mean, if they were to reverse that course, they'd be in the discussion. And they're about to lose their coach. Billy, called, Billy, yeah. Napier, Billy Napier is a stud at Louisiana. He's got to land one of those big He's going runners. to get one of the gigs, for yeah. sure. Uh, Malik Willis, for what it's worth, still, uh, I see draft boards putting him up there. Uh, hasn't been Liberty's best year. I think they're 7-4 and four and had a really struggled yeah. against the Raging Cajun defense this past week. Uh, number six on my list, how about a duo from Clemson, Kobe Pace. Had 24 carries for 191 yards and two touchdowns, while Will Shipley added 19 carries for 112 yards and two touchdowns. As Clemson's running game had their way, ran all over the Demon Deacons in a 48-27 win. How frustrated are you, uh, the rest of the SEC? This is a year where Clemson has three losses, and they're still probably going to win it all. They're still going to win the ACC championship. They might. I think Wake Forest still, because that North Carolina game was non-conference. Uh, they, I think they're still. They both have one game left. Who's Wake Forest have this week? I don't even remember who Wake Forest. Has. Uh, I'm not sure. I'll, I think Boston it. College doesn't. Uh, doesn't Clemson typically play South Carolina this week? Right. So a non-con game. Um, so that's, we'll see. That's right. That's right. Yeah, but I don't think Clemson's getting to the title game. Uh, but they probably are the best team in the ACC. So either way, you don't feel too good about it. Uh, number five on the list, Tavian Thompson led Utah with 21 carries for 94 yards and three touchdowns as the Utes dominated 
the Oregon Ducks 38-7 to to knock them out of playoff contention. So the Pac-12's out, and Utah uh, might be, you know, I, I think you'll see them move up in the rankings. But, but more than anything, what did you feel about their uniforms? Did you see those? They had Salt Lake City on the front. They were like gray. I, didn't I don't like, like Utah's switch at all. Their new logo's just two U's together. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't look like the old Utes that I know, that I know of. I, I just don't like what they're doing there. Well, um, I like the way they played. Uh, they were really good on the football field, but you're right. The the grays looked uh, yeah. really ugly. It was a it was a tribute to uh, uh, like a warship. It yeah, was, yeah. It's a, the USS Salt Lake, and on the helmet, it was there's a ship, and that little red patch that nobody could figure out was like the cannons firing. It was like the fire coming oh, okay. out of the cannons. Okay. So it was like a tribute to some to some ship. I don't know. I didn't look it up, but yeah. yeah so USS Salt Lake. I thought they were sharp. I liked them. I can appreciate it. I just don't like it. Didn't have any of the Utes' colors. I mean, other than that, like you said, uh, the, maybe the cannons there. I, I don't think you should be able to go that far away, especially for a big game like that. I mean, you can. You can do whatever you want. I just I, I think if you have a, a strong brand, you wouldn't do that. But again, I, I don't like their new logo at all. It's just two U's. Doesn't look good. Uh, you're you're the Jersey guy, so I'll defer yeah. to you. By the way, on the Clemson. Isn't it because of the the one non conference game that really wasn't a non conference game for yeah for Wake yeah oh that's why that even if they were to lose this weekend they would still be champs right? oh they're still going in uh, yeah so uh, Clemson has South Carolina and that's out of conference and uh, and let's see Wake Forest has Boston College at Boston College yeah so are you gonna are you gonna watch that uh, Wake Forest Pitt uh, ACC championship game when it comes around I, well, I wouldn't watch it anyway even if Clemson had played I, I would <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> care. I don't watch the SEC. The ACC. Yeah. Or the ACC. Yeah, not not when there's nothing on the line. They've, they've had a few uh, good championship games uh, there over the years, uh, but uh, nothing really on the line this year. Uh, now the top three, or where am I at? No, top four, actually, and all really good performances. Uh, Malik Cunningham, the Louisville quarterback, was second nationally this week with 224 yards and two touchdowns on 11 carries in a 62-22 to win over Duke. Cunningham was also 18 of 22 five for 303 yards and five touchdowns through the air. He's the second FBS uh, player with at least 300 yards passing and 200 yards rushing in a game. And he set out the final 12 minutes because of the blowout. So he could have added even more to that. And uh, Louisville, wasn't that, uh, isn't that where McCaffrey transferred first? That's right. Uh, for day, for one day. Yeah, for but one. I don't know why he ever thought he was good. Malik, Malik Cunningham kind of had that I know. Spot I, I watched down. that game. I think that was a Thursday night game last week. Uh, or yeah, maybe a Friday so. night game. Uh, but, yeah, I, I watched it for some reason or another, and he was really, really good. Yeah, that, those are incredible numbers. Uh, number three, we all know this one. Braylon Allen, Wisconsin, led the nation this week with a career-high 228 yards, three touchdowns versus Nebraska. Allen is one of four running backs now in the Big Ten, over 1,000 yards. He was in fifth grade when he watched Melvin Gordon run for 408 against Nebraska, and that's when he started to fall in love with football. Uh, so he said he said this. I kind of thought, uh, too, that maybe Wisconsin does this sort of thing just to everybody, right? Like here at Nebraska, we all get, always get into this. Well, they're always running all over us. Well, that's what Wisconsin does. Maybe everybody's got yeah. this thing. He said he's happy to carry on the tradition of running all over Nebraska. Right. I, I'm, not, I'm not quoting him here, but he did say carry on the tradition of uh, running all over Nebraska. Well, it's defense. not like he's wrong. Monte no. Ball, Melvin Gordon, and now Braylon Jonathan Allen. Taylor had his I mean, go at it. I mean, yeah. Melvin Gordon set an NCAA record yeah. against Nebraska. <laughs> and that was broken the next week or day, I think. Actually, that's, was it that same day or something like that? I think it was the next week. It was the next week? Okay. It might have been uh, the same day. Yeah. 
Either way, can you believe that? I know, I know that you know net by now that Braylon Allen was 17 years old, but yeah. fifth grade when that Melvin Gordon stuff went how, down. I just I think how big was he in in fifth grade? Oh yeah, you, you always wonder. have that uh, buddy that looks like he's in you know in high school and it, it's third grade. Yeah, maybe he could already buy alcohol in fifth grade. <laughs> that's <probably>. right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good, safe fun. <laughs> Number two on my list: Bryce Young of Alabama, 31 of 40 for a school record 559 yards. Pretty impressive when you get a school oh, yeah. record at Alabama. Uh, five touchdowns in Alabama's 42-35 close win over Arkansas. Uh, Jamison Williams uh, uh, helped uh, him out there. Eight receptions for 190 yeah. yards and three touchdowns. He'll probably be an All-American. Uh, John Michi III also had a good day for him. Ten receptions, 173 yards, and a touchdown. Like I said, with Williams, he now has 1,218 yards and 13 touchdowns on the year. Yeah. A lot of people think he's the best player on that team. Young, though, has 3,584 yards passing, 72%, 38 touchdowns, and three interceptions on the year as he uh, answered basically what C.J. Stroud did earlier in the game, yeah. to, earlier in the day to keep himself in pace for the Heisman Trophy. Well, we talk about Njigba. We talk about Garrett uh, Wilson and Alave. Yeah. Uh, he was one with them. Jameson, Jameson Williams, Williams was. He transferred yeah. from – can you imagine that? That would have been the best receiving core in the history of college football, man. Yeah. I mean, that's ridiculous. Uh, and, obviously, Bryce Young had a really good day as well. Number one on the list, C.J. Stroud. We just mentioned him of Ohio State. 32 of 35, 432 yards, six touchdowns, mostly just in the first half, in a 56-7 to win over Michigan State. Uh, like you mentioned, those guys, Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson, and Smith and Jigba, always had or all had over 100 yards, and all of them had uh, at least one touchdown. So now for the year, though, Olave has uh, or Smith and Jigba leads away with 1,132 yards. Wilson has 939, and Olave has 848. Now they'll still probably play a few more games. Of course, looking like they're going to get to the playoffs, they have a chance to be the first team with three 1,000-yard wide receivers since 2003. That's when B.J. Simmons was throwing the ball around to Wes Welk. And a few other guys on Texas wow. Tech. Um, Stroud, by, by the way, now has 3,468 yards on 71% completion rating, 36 touchdowns, and five interceptions. Would be three interceptions if he didn't play that black shirt defense. <laughs> That's right. Too tough. <laughs> uh, but let me ask you this, Bach, uh, because we do think it's maybe down to Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud for the Heisman. Uh, I mean, you can make the argument that Stroud had the better day. You could certainly make it. Uh, that Bryce Young had the better day, knowing that they were playing a much better team, at least on that day, and they only won by seven. So his performance was much more important for Alabama than C.J. Stroud's was against Michigan State in that way. I don't know. I, because Michigan State is ranked higher. You think that Arkansas is better than Michigan State now? I, I, I don't know. I mean, Michigan State did not. That, that offense is dynamic. But all I'm saying is, I mean, that's a lot more yards than Stroud threw for. But Bryce Young, 5,150. got pulled because he yeah. was beating the team so badly. But if Bryce, Bryce Young, Young had to play the whole way. Right, and, and if he doesn't, they don't win. Well, right, yeah. Uh, so I, I don't know. I mean, I, I I think you could make an argument and make it look good either way. Well, it's just been interesting because with Stroud and Young, it's kind of been, well, they're kind of the, 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 the guys by default, right? We don't really believe in them so much yet, but you know both they have freshmen. all this talent around them. Yeah, both freshmen, so we're just kind of new to them. And then they, kind of, and then they did that, which was uh, kind of their Heisman-type uh, moments or separators where it's like, okay, now they've evolved from, yeah, they're there by default to, oh, no. those guys are good. No. I, I think it'll be interesting. Um, when do they 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 uh, vote before the championship weekend, don't they? Or is that uh, is it right after, after that? championship so weekend? Cha- yeah. So that will that will play a role because uh, I always wondered, man, if they would have shown 
I, I think they should wait after, until after the bowl season. I mean, Tommy yeah. Frazier would have won a Heisman if they would have waited until after the bowl season. Yeah, I always wonder about that because they do that in the NFL, but it like yeah. it like takes away from it. All of a sudden, then, then like yeah. it's like the season's over, and then all of a sudden you're just like, oh, by the way, this guy's the MVP, and you just go, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I, I kind of like where they do it, but yeah, they would have changed hands several times. Yeah. Eric Crouch might not have won one, in fact. <laughs> well, my guy Caleb Williams is probably out of it. Yeah, I, I'm guessing. Oh, the, although he did have a 75 yard touchdown run in that Oklahoma win over Iowa State, but this is usually there's no suspense for the Heisman or very little. Like you know who's going to win the Heisman this year if it stays like this until they announce it. I'm not sure who's going to win it. Yeah, between the two. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. I mean, that it's going to be that actually, will be yeah that'll be fun. I like that. That's much better when you're just yeah. kind of sitting there and you have no clue which right. name they're going to. And that's kind of where I am uh, for this year. No clue. Uh, let's get to the break and come back with more. It's Tom and Bach. You're listening to Tom and Bach. Watch live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.